The Create Well podcast is recorded on the ancestral lands of the Tongva people. Here at Create Well, we are a labor of love, and we need your support to keep this podcast going. If you have the means, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash createwell, or go to our website, createwellpodcast.com, and click the donate button. Or if you can't support monetarily, please rate and review our podcast. Every bit helps. Welcome to the Create Well podcast, where we explore the intersection of creativity, wellness, and entrepreneurship. I'm Erica Elon. I'm a puppy mom just back from the dog beach and a painter finally painting this week. You can find my work on IG at, at Erica Elon. And I'm Ray Saragosa. Singer, songwriter, dog mom, roller skater, not as much of an early bird as Erica anymore. Anymore! <laughs> and um, you can find my work on IG at, at Ray Saragosa. And today we are going to be talking about creative dry spells. Dun dun dun! Hi, Erica. Good morning. It's How so early. Oh my gosh. This is so funny because, Ray, you were like, I'm up at five and I do my journaling and then I meditate Everything and then we changed. go work out. And then <laughs> Everything has changed. You've fallen in love. Yes. Well, that and like, I don't know. I just like, I've been creating more later at night now for some reason but i mean i still got up at like 6 30 so yeah i definitely you're still a morning i'm still a morning person (laughs) but like the 5 a.m thing is gone gone. but also it was like that was also so deep into quarantine for me when like Mm. i could get away with going to sleep at 8 30 and 9 oh this is so beautiful and i just like can't get away with that anymore i feel like there's like too much happening but mm. yeah, so anyway, I'm sleeping until 6.30 and I'm just like, Whoa, how are you up? <laughs> it is 7.30 a.m. right now for everyone listening when we are recording yes. this. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so anyway, I'm super, super awake. been awake for an hour, but still it's early. Um, and so how are you? I'm good. I, yeah, I'm good. I, it's, it's fun that we're talking about dry spells today yeah. because- Oh my gosh, it's been one. And I feel like I've made like tiny little breakthroughs this Yay. week. So this is like a good combination. Yeah. Of, the dry spell is so familiar, but also. You're feeling um, a little bit better. You can talk about it. Better. Yeah. It's <laughs> hard to talk about it. cry when we talk about it. Yeah. It's hard to talk about it when you're so in the eye of the storm of yeah. the dry spell. <laughs> yeah. Are you. The dry storm. Are you. You aren't you aren't even in a dry spell, but yeah, I mean, you're in like a different spell. I don't even know what I'm in right now. I mean, it's hard because I feel it's like snowing in your spell. Yeah, I don't even know like what's happening. I feel like I'm in a a quote unquote dry spell in terms of like my own personal creative music. Like I haven't really written a song meant for nothing in a while. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I a lot of the songs I'm writing right now are songs I have to write for like my jobs or for an assignment or like something I'm getting paid for. But in terms of like 
just writing a song for the sake of like my next record or the sake of like just kind of serving my own like creative like higher Mm -hmm. power that has no greater purpose other than that um I don't I feel like I'm in a dry spell in that in that respect um but I still do feel creative because I'm like I have a lot of creative jobs going but I don't know I think it's good to remember you know even if you are busy to still make time to serve those like you know that creative part of yourself that's for nothing else but yours own um but I also feel like I've been doing a lot of computer stuff and emails and logisticals and um, a lot of that because I've had this shift in my creative team or my business team, sorry. And um, and so, yeah, I do feel a little bit, a little dry. So mm. anywho, um, want to just jump into it. Tell us about how yours has been <laughs> this past oh, few weeks, months or. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's funny because probably if I like really assess how long this quote unquote dry spell has been going on, it feels like it's been going on for three nearing four years now. Oh, what? (laughs) Oh, only because before that I felt really prolific. Like I was making a ton of work Mm -hmm. and it didn't feel like, like dragging something out of the mud. Mm -hmm. It felt really and we've talked about this before like there was a flow to it and it was um a lot more comfortable of a space to be making from Mm. and um and I was younger and I you know I mean not that whole time but was coming out of undergrad and had all this momentum Mm -hmm. and like social media was just getting rolling you know like I was just excited about things and then um a lot of like massive life changes some I've talked about before divorce Mm -hmm. I have been in law school for a bit some significant trauma like all kind of happen at the same time Mm -hmm. and since then it's felt like I'm in and out I'm on much more of a roller coaster with things and um that roller coaster seems to exist in the dry spell Mm. (laughs) um so This week, I think I'm, like, moving back up some of the roller coaster. Yes. But maybe this is, like, a more realistic existence than it was before, you know? Yeah. I think think prior to the last four years, there were a lot of things that worked in my favor to make creating pretty um, fluid and feel natural. But um, this feels like I'm wrestling more with what I'm supposed to be wrestling with. And it just means I paint less. I think that's like <laughs> what you said about like maybe this is just like the new normal or maybe this is yeah. like what works now. I think it's also like, I don't know, there's a time maybe, I don't, I, mean, I don't know exactly what your life looked like three, four years ago, but mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's like when you become more even more like successful or you have more going on, Mm -hmm. um, there's less time to create, even if the basis of your success is all creative, you know, like Mm -hmm. working with Thunder Voice Hatco and your, and your painting and your socials. So I don't know. It's something to think about too, where it's like, you know, I remember when I was like first almost being signed to a record label 
when I was 19 and I was so prolific and I had just started songwriting and I was writing like three songs a month that I loved, you know, like I write like that much now, but like a lot of them are just like, eh, like it was kind of like, it felt really prolific in that, like every song I wrote, I performed and like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and I remember the person who was like about to sign me, which I didn't end up taking that deal. Thank God. Um, but (laughs) I remember him saying like, like really capitalize on this starting out moment because your head is not in your way right now. You're just creating and creating, creating for the sake of creating. And you're not thinking that much about whether things are good or, you know, if this is going to make you money or like all this stuff, because you're Mm -hmm. just in that like birth moment. And it's kind of like when you first fall in love, like that initial thing, we all know that that eventually fades and it turns into something sustainable and something that is you know, that, that like, kind of like is a roller coaster of like good mm-hmm. and not as good and la la. And so I don't know. It's like maybe I'm just projecting here, but like maybe there is a part of that that is like that initial fresh from undergrad like thing where it's like you're so prolific in that like new stage, which is how I felt when I first started songwriting. And now it feels like this more like um, it feels more like you're dragging along, you're just like trudging yeah. along, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I actually this week posted like a dumb story about um, basically about the existential wrestling of what does it mean to paint? We've also talked about yeah. this a lot. Like yeah. the world is a mess. Yeah. It's always been a mess. Yeah. Um, some weeks it feels heavier than others, yeah. uh, depending on what's going on in your sphere and your world. And, you know, what does it mean as artists for us to sit in a room and create something yeah. alone often? Right. Um, and that can sometimes feel very intangibly a part of the greater story of the mm-hmm. world. And so many people responded to this very silly, like, you know, like, yeah. what am I doing sitting in a room painting? <laughs> da, yeah. da, da, da. Um, but I do think I then then I was reading this thing on writer's block. Yeah. And it was talking about the history of writer's block and where it comes from. Yeah. And the first kind of writing, documenting about it was from early French romantic poets. Yes. And they called it an indefinite, indescribable terror. Wow. And <laughs> and their whole yeah. thing was like when they write and when they flow, it's when the gods and the spirits are visiting them yeah. and like favoring them. Yeah. And it was terror because they weren't visiting them. Wow. <laughs> and real. that feels so real with yeah. this like existential, like it is, it can feel terrifying because mm-hmm. it's like it comes back, I think, to our identity and our meaning and, um, you know, our existence as a mm. human in the world, as creative yeah. humans in the world. Um, and when that doesn't feel, you know, favored or yeah. <laughs> like spiritual or um, flowing, it can be really um terrifying right you feel Um, empty like you don't have yeah yeah Yeah. so how we've talked through some of this before but I think it's good to like refresh and and I bet some has even changed for you like how do you practice creativity Mm -hmm. in the dry places Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean I think that 
everything for me comes back to showing up, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of like have your own practice of showing up. I mean, mine, um, no matter the day, whether it's incredibly inspired or incredibly, um, you know, feeling like I'm in a dry spell, I always show up and I journal for 20 minutes every morning. And for me, it kind of gets the garbage out of my head to clear a space for what's, um, what's like at the bottom of that. Cause a lot of times it's like, you can go to a page and you've writer's block, like just write like for 20 minutes over and over. I have writer's block. I write this block. I don't know what to write about. Uh, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then at the end of that, you reach some kind of clarity of like inspiration, like something you can create, mm. which is how I, I've always felt. I almost feel like there's something like a lot of times, um, the writer's block for me in my experience a lot of times my writer's block comes from ego and mm. my writer's block comes from a place of I need to create something good. And so, and mm-hmm. I, and the judgment, you know, and I need to create something. Um, and if I don't, you know, if I don't create something that's good, then it's not worthwhile and I'm a failure and I suck. <laughs> so once I kind of break through that ego of needing to create something that's good or even something that I have to finish, Um, I start to like have that more freedom. And so what I do, Mm -hmm. um, tangibly in like times when I'm feeling uninspired to write songs is I write in the morning when my Mm -hmm. brain has not really turned on yet. And I set a timer and I literally am like, I'm going to write a song, good, bad, one verse, two verses, one verse chorus or a whole song in 30 minutes. I don't care if it is awful, but that's what I'm going to do. And sometimes I'll do that every day for like two weeks if I'm feeling really uninspired. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is like things just start spiraling and I forget about the timer and then I'm almost done with a really good song and then I finish Mm -hmm. it. And sometimes the timer goes off and I'm like, oh, great. It's done. Awesome. I can move on with my day. But because I have that timer um, and because I'm like forcing myself to show up, um, maybe inspiration will only hit two out of those 10 days, but because mm-hmm. I'm showing up, I'm getting two days of inspiration rather than zero. Um, yep. so that's like my tangible way of dealing with that is go back to the timers. <laughs> yes. We need a shirt that says set a timer, set a timer um, <laughs> for that. <laughs> and no one will know what it's referring yeah. to, but I have so many questions based on everything you just said. One is, do you adhere to the, isn't it like 30 times of something makes a habit? Mm. Have you heard that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. I think Because that, I'm yeah. so curious how you wake up and journal every day because I'm not a consistent person. Yeah, that took <laughs> That's me. That's amazing. That took me like, I mean, I still probably skip like one day a week. Mm-hmm. Um, But I'm very, very diligent about the journaling every day and meditation. So every day my day starts with the 20 minutes of journaling, 20 minutes of meditation. I think I've talked about this on the pod. And it took me about a year to build that habit. Way more than 30 days. <laughs> okay. Um, but it just you have to be like forgiving of yourself. I think that when we're building habits, sometimes we get into this headspace of like, if I miss one day, 
I failed. It's over. And so then stop. Yeah, that's my headpiece. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think it's good to just be like, you know, in this month, if I journal every morning um, five days out of 30, then mm. that's great. And then next month, I hope I do better. Um, mm. And just know that like in the, the long game is that you're trying to build um, – you're trying to build a habit, but it's like a long-term goal, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. I think this is what we talked about. You said, and also HUD talked about it on the urban native era podcast oh my gosh. about the spirals. Like the spirals <laughs> yes. is so real. Like things like things like you go forward and then you go back yes. and then you go forward again and then you go back yeah. again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was talking about the spirals yesterday, um, <laughs> but that's how I feel with every habit. Yeah. You know, and with any kind of healing, you know, for me, I've healed all kinds of different things in my body and my life. And it's always moving forward and then moving back and then moving forward and mm-hmm. then moving back. Um, so I think when it comes to dry spells and trying to build a habit of showing up, um, you have to be really uh, kind to yourself and know that if you're trying to build a habit of, um, you know, creating even when you really don't want to um it's definitely going to be something that you have to push yourself to do and it's not always going to work but yeah yeah and I I think the the other really important thing that you touched on is you acknowledged where your creative block comes from yeah yeah because it can come from really different places totally the most important piece in taking that next step forward is figuring out where it is because like you have a fear of failure some people Mm. have a fear of success yeah and I also feel success I think I feel both (laughs) right no and I I think those are just two of what there's probably I can't you know there must be so many them all off the top of my head right now but I think we have a lot of different fears that drive our brains to kind of you know shut down not feel in that space of flow like yeah and so I would imagine mm, Mm. that the most important thing to do first is just acknowledge what is is your block bringing you into that space because it might be something external um that's far Mm -hmm. more out of your control like maybe you have a family member that you live with who doesn't support your art and you feel like you can't create because of that um mm-hmm. and that's super real um financial stress financial stress like oh yeah there's gosh. there's it's so many hard to create in oh you know what I love from big magic um and what mm-hmm. I did when I was under more financial stress than I was now is it's kind of like I think you know we all want to have these really perfect spaces to create in, in mm-hmm. the quiet or you know create well in like the wellest Mm -hmm. place possible um but in I think it's in big magic or maybe it's in the artist way anyway one of my favorite creativity books but it talks about like just like steal little moments of creativity Mm. um when I was in living in New York and I was like waitressing um five days a week 10 hours a day um, and having a lot less time to create, I wrote poems on the subway. And then in the hours I had before, I would turn the poems into songs. So it's like, steal. When can you steal moments? Or like when I was hostessing, I would have a yellow legal pad where I would write songs in my head. And then I'd go to the bathroom and I'd write and I'd sing them on my phone. And so 
what moments can you steal for creativity even if it's like a second on a subway or this or that like sometimes there's like there's more inspiration when you're in motion Mm. yeah yeah I love that the the other practice that I've found even even in the face of multiple different creative blocks yeah well we talk about a lot movement your body yeah really really important move your body but this feels kind of attached to that is like connecting with different elements of the earth yeah um I talk a lot about I like candles every time yes I love painting oh you got me a candle Um, for my birthday yes I know (laughs) and it's like oh my gosh and I feel like I never explained it but I'm into all these like they're the really like organically shaped like really um really cool yeah they don't necessarily smell good but they like look (laughs) really cute and they're different colors and shapes and whatever um so yeah that's the candle but yeah the these different like and I actually paint with a stone my mom gave me next to me too um yeah and then being by the water and all these things but I I think there is something to be said for remembering that like the earth itself is like a creative and creating thing yeah um and that we're entering in to that creative story when we're making yeah maybe that's just a personal way i love that (laughs) processing through that but i think it's comforting to know we're like being invited into this space of creating Mm. that it's not always like the heaviest of things that it's already yeah it's already there breathing thing yeah so you said you had some breakthroughs recently Mm. so i'd love to hear like what maybe some of your breakthroughs were with your dry spell recently yeah I think um, I pulled out an old painting. Mm-hmm. So I've been staring at the same painting for months. Mm-hmm. And really the only one. Usually I have multiple going on. Mm-hmm. But um, I pulled out an old painting that I was frustrated with and that I thought I was going to paint over. Um, and sitting with it for a little while um, just felt felt a pull to work back into it and Mm -hmm. kind of wrestle through some of what I'm processing with it um and uh, coincidentally or what not it's a self-portrait um and and it's the nice this is why I think it's helped me start painting again is there's elements in it that are I can paint in a monotonous way Mm. in a way so this is almost like stream of consciousness writing or like these things that like you talked about doing something in the morning, you know, Mm. writing in the morning before your brain is fully there. Sometimes when I'm working on a really like a more technical painting where I'm using a lot of references and it's supposed to look a certain way in my brain or whatever, I can get really stuck on that. But this has these tiles that I'm painting, which literally is the same thing over and over. I don't need to look at a reference. I kind of understand light and shadow and how it looks on a, on a shiny glass tile. Mm. And, um, so it allows me to be in more of a meditative state while I'm painting yeah. um, or more of a prayerful state. And that's just gotten me to actually get out my paints again, actually sit there, actually light the candle, mm. actually like be making. And during that time, I've been thinking a lot about the period of my life that had more flow. And it it was predominantly because I was in a much more um, dynamic creative community. I was Mm. also 
teaching art part of that time. Mm. And so I've been um, motivated um, to to look at what it what it might mean to be teaching virtually some. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I don't consider myself much of a teacher, it's actually gotten me excited to be thinking yes. about why I'm making again. And yeah, so I I'm going to try that. some online painting classes Yay, and commercial. maybe like a creative cohort. Yeah, this is a commercial. It's going to be pretty affordable. And there's also going to be um, in the next couple months, like a way to join a text feed that we're all going to be checking in creatively um, throughout the that month. That is so, so exciting. I love Ooh. that. It's like Thanks. accountability buddies. It's yeah. like like send me your work i want to look at it and talk about it i love that i think that's amazing like and really when you tap into that like greater community Mm. energy it's just like Mm. it just um it multiplies inspiration Mm -hmm. because you have to feed off of other people's inspiration and um yeah that's what um Drew and I were doing for a little bit on Wednesday nights. We were having this like art yeah. share online and then when things are getting busier, so we haven't done it, but we want to do it in person um, when it's safe to. And it's just so fun, you know, and like, mm-hmm. you know, he writes screenplays, so he has people who can read them with him. And then I get to have ears on my new songs and hear them in the ears of other people. And so I, yeah, I think that's like such an amazing idea, Erica. That's so cool. I want to join, but like I'm a, I've never painted in my life. Like I've actually like <laughs> the only time I've ever like put like paint to canvas or paper or whatever you paint on, um, paint right like canvas. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was like like I haven't even been to like a paint night. Like oh my god. I think like the last time it was like in grade school. I've ever like had paint in my hand you should come you should be like in the room with me when i'm doing it yeah. and be the um this tiny is an example person i'll be like you, uh, you can be like i'll be the example of, like this is how you do it wrong everyone <laughs> so, everybody look what ray's doing what ray's doing please do don't not do, do this. that <laughs> do anything but that um so what are like before we close like what are some <laughs> of your um like both of our goals our yeah. creative our, our, our creative goals of how to maintain and move forward when we're in dry spells and yeah anyway what, what are your creative goals yeah I think right now for a while I was like yeah yeah, yeah my work is my creativity and it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is for sure <laughs> but right now I would really I'm going to be back in a pattern and a space of accountability about making something every day even if that means just like 10 minutes of painting I love that thanks I love that okay what are yours (sighs) my creative goal would be to do like to write to do my like timer of like writing a 30 minute song um in the, like in the morning, like I said, mm. um, my goal would be to do that at least three days a week. Um, and so like I write at other times of the day, but just to have that practice of like, you know, even if I have an assignment where I have to write all day or I'm like writing for a new record, I'm still going to show up to do that 30 minute like speed write 
three days a week. Um, and so, yeah, that's my goal. Um, and are you ready for a new record? Oh, I mean, I guess it's like, <laughs> I haven't like intentionally started writing for a new record in mm. terms of like, like with women in color, it was like very intentional. Mm-hmm. Like, I wrote songs for that record. Mm-hmm. So I don't really feel like I'm in that intentional space yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because I also don't feel like woman in color has had its real time in the sun yet. Like it's done mm-hmm. a lot of great things, but I haven't been able to tour on it. So yep. I feel like I haven't been able to really like share that music with people as much as I want. Yeah. So like, I'm not really in the headspace to like be intentionally writing like specifically for like a new specific project, but I'm always writing. So like, yes, I could like totally take like a bunch of these songs and make a record, but no, I'm not really in that like. This is my new record music. Um, yep. So anyway. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Thanks, Ray. Thank Thanks you, for Erica. talking through everything. Yeah. Love to everyone, <laughs> all of our listeners. Um, mm-hmm. Message us. Let us know that you're out there. Send us, drop us a line. Um, let us know how, if you've gone through a creative dry spell and how that's felt for you and things that help you get out of it mm-hmm. and how you were kind to tips. yourself. Yeah, give us Mm -hmm. the tips. We need your help. And Mm -hmm. um, anyway, we'll see you next week. Bye. And now for the Create Well Challenge of the Week. So this week's Create Well Challenge is to make a list of your top three creative goals for this summer, whether it's something that's going to get you out of your dry spell or just continue your amazing practice. And so, yeah, share them with us online if you want. And this week's song is Beauty Queen by Izzy Heltai. She was my whole October. That girl in it saw come and think she might be my drug. Basically sober, six months a year I could have gone, but her eyes shoot me up with something. And I didn't think that I would fall as hard. My God, this girl, this beauty queen, she knows that I.
She plays me like. 